Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Blue View podcast. Today, we are here after the game against Spurs, which was another 0-0 draw. Uh, we've had a few 0-0 games this season already, which is something we'll get into. But, yeah, I think we're all a bit deflated after today's game, to be honest. It was a, a very annoying game to watch. Um, I'm sure you're annoyed too, listening to this, because, um, you know, we all watched it. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting today. We've got quite a few talking points to go through on different subjects. Um, but today we've got another guest on. It's not just me and Dubai today. We are joined by a very, very big and good Chelsea Twitter account. It's CFC Mod. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a very long time coming, but I'm glad to finally be on the podcast and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man, we're looking forward to having you on. And it's, it's good as well, obviously, because you've got strong opinions on things. So it's good to sort of get you on and we can have like a real good discussion here today so um yeah I think we should just get straight into it really and I think I mean I've got a few things written down here good start on anyone really but I think let's talk about the referee first um before we start going into Chelsea specifically let's talk about the referee Maud what was your overall thoughts on his performance today because for me I think this guy was just incredibly harsh to all our players I think Spurs were making the most out of it because they knew that every time you know, we went for we went in for the ball or went in for a challenge. They were just down, and the, they knew the referee would give them. You know, and the ref was handing out yellow cards left, right, and centre. There was even one at the end where it just summed up for me. Where Giroud came on, he literally jumped for the header. Roden went down, and then he gave a free kick, and he literally did nothing wrong. So, I mean, what were your overall thoughts on the referee today? Yeah, honestly, if I speak. <laughs> Honestly, on this referee, I'm going to go to jail or something because I was so frustrated. Paul Tierney, right? I was so frustrated. Like, as you said, like the Spurs players, they had so much confidence in him giving them a foul. So any single challenge, if they scream at the referee, they're going to get the foul. It was so frustrating. And um, each each player, they had like the, the, the first foul. It was given immediately a, a yellow card. They got a yellow card immediately. And just booking players left, right, center. There was the one for Timo Werner. We had the corner. He said no, it was a handball. He was just confused the whole game, and no one was helping him. His assistant referees, no one. So it was just very, very frustrating because it seemed like he was just so um, what's it called, helping the sports players really. So yeah, it was very, very frustrating to watch. Yeah. Um, what about yourself, Dubois? What did you obviously think about everything Mim might have just said there? Anything to add in, in specifically or anything? Nothing specific. I guess it was just annoying really like you guys have alluded to it. Every time it's a Chelsea player again but it's a Chelsea player that's been penalised whereas when Spurs are on the ball you know, he's a lot more lenient with Spurs and the way when they're making the committing the fouls etc. So I think it kind of I wouldn't say it was a, a, that it was the referee was sort of the difference maker. I wouldn't say it changed the result in any way. I think it was just annoying in the sense that we weren't able to you know the flow wasn't there on us on our side because you know the referee was interfering when he didn't really have to and the cards and everything was unjust so it was annoying and at times it just felt like they had an extra man based off the referee but I think at the end of the day I can't I don't think we can really like point to it as a deciding factor of the result it was just quite an annoying thing about it. Yeah and, and guys we're definitely not you know going at the referee as the main reason there was a lot of actual main reasons why we didn't win this game and one of them obviously was Mourinho and the way he set up but there was things that we could have done obviously to to you know cause more of a threat during the game and um, I think 
the big talking point from today's game in, in specific really is, is Frank Lampard's in-game management. Now, for me, I've said this all along. I mean, people are always asking me, you know, like, why don't you back Frank Lampard more? Why don't you think Frank Lampard's it? And the thing that I've always said is with Lampard is he's very inconsistent in-game management. And it's just like when you see other elite top coaches, do you ever see them get something, you know, wrong like all the time? Like, or in between games, you know, like one game will be really good and then the other game will be really bad. No, they're consistently spot on with their substitutions and their timings. And I thought that was a big problem today. I mean, Maud, what did you think about the timings of the substitutions? Obviously, um, Pulisic came on around 70 minutes. Um, and then I think Giroud came on at, was it 80 or something like that towards, towards that sort of time? And then Havertz came on at 82 minutes. And I thought Havertz was an interesting one because I think Lampard actually said he was pretty much fit. So I was like a bit confused why he gave him like eight minutes or so, including, you know, injury time. And then with Giroud, obviously, I was watching Tabby and, and this guy can't hit a ball. He can't get on the end of a cross. And all he was doing was crossing. And like, for me, our, if our game plan was to just come out today and just cross because Spurs were sitting back, why didn't we start Giroud in the first place? You know what I mean? Or at least, you know, if, if Lampard saw that was what was happening, then bring him on at half-time. He never makes half-time subs, and that's a problem for me. When we need him to make subs at the correct timings, he just he isn't doing it. So, like, what's your thoughts on, on Lampard's in-game management? Yeah, um, there's something you said that I want to point out. is the consistency with Frank Lampard. There are times where he's spot-on, and there are times where he's just completely off. And this is one of those days where he's been completely off. And like you said, like um, from the first half, you could tell anyways, the game plan was play to the wings, cross the ball, try and get a header or something. That was the, the game for like the entire first half. He was spamming crosses. Tammy could not do anything with the crosses. He, was, he just seemed very, very feeble and weak. And the game was screaming for Giroud. I was very, very surprised that he didn't come on straight away in the second half. I'm like, this game is screaming for Giroud. We know how... Um, how he played, we know what he can do. So yeah, it was very frustrating because he came on late anyways and then the game changed by that time. Uh, when Giroud came on, he could barely get the same crosses that Tammy was getting. I feel like once you see that his, uh, your player is struggling, maybe the first time, okay. Second time, okay. But the third time, that's it. You take him off. So yeah, the management was very, very poor. And um, we're not on the wings. I'm still not a fan of this guy on the wings, honestly. But I feel like, yeah, we had, we had to improvise because um, Pulisic was um, not fit. But, yeah, it's just very frustrating. His management and, and his decision, the timing is so key. And he was very, very off with the timing because that changes the entire game. Yeah, exactly. I think we can all agree on Dubois. I think you'll agree that the timing of the substitutions just weren't right today, were they? It was all a bit of a mess. Yeah, exactly. And it, it really annoyed me today um, more than any other game. It, it's because I think Lampard, I mean, I've always given credit to Lampard. I think he's done a great job so far. But one thing he needs to improve on is his in-game management, like you, get, you said. It's almost as if every single time in every single game, he waits for the situation to escalate before making the change, which I, you look at other managers like Mourinho, they're ruthless. They'll make changes at half time. They'll make changes. You know, I mean, I can't remember the last time. I guess the last time Lampard made a half time change would have been Hudson Odoi at West Brom. And then you look at the impact Hudson Odoi goes and scores. Um, and I think that's another thing, I think, uh, to touch on what Mod said there. Uh, I didn't think we had to improvise with Werner, I mean, on the wing when Hudson Odoi's not even in the squad. It's a bit of a weird one. But 
I think that's another topic we don't really have time to get into. Um, but yeah, like you guys said, I think in-game management needs to improve. I've been a massive advocate for Giroud. I don't need to go into it. But, you know, Pulisic, Giroud, they need to be on after 50, 60 minutes because what use is 15, 20 minutes going to do? What can you? What changes can you make? How can they implement the change? I, I, I don't know. So I think in-game management definitely needs to improve. Yeah, just frustrating. I mean, like we've just pointed out there, guys, I think we all want Frank Lampard to succeed. It's just obviously he's still, he's, we've got to remember, he's still quite a new coach, you know, he's and he's still young. So it's kind of like, Ah, oh, it's annoying. We all want him to become like this elite manager, but obviously he's still kind of raw in the sense of, of some in-game management choices. And obviously you're going to get those people that, that say, you know, oh, you don't know better than Frank Lampard and all this nonsense. But the, the thing is, when like 90% of the fan base is pointing out the same thing, then actually I think most of us are actually right. If we're, you know, if the common factor is all of us pointing out the same exact thing, then obviously you know, then obviously on this occasion we are right. So, I mean, very, very annoying on that sense. But let's move on. Um, we're going to talk about a positive quickly because there really wasn't many in this game, honestly, as, as you can kind of tell from it. Um, but we're going to talk about Mateo Kovacic's performance. Uh, obviously, I'm a big Kovacic fan and I thought he played excellent today, Mod. I saw you put a tweet out about Kovacic and... Um, yeah, I mean, the guy's just amazing, really. Press resistant. He was carrying the ball forward. You know, that run late on in the game was just ridiculous. He took on like three or four players and was just dragging them around and the whole midfield driving through. And I mean, I don't know, man. People, Some people don't like Kovacic, but I just don't know how you, how you can't like him. He's so good on the eye, but he's, so, he's got so many abilities as well. You know, he's very, very underrated tackling. As I say, he's press resistant. He's getting better at passing now as well. And I think, as we've mentioned in the in previous episodes, when he's been playing as the eight, he's actually been sort of running in behind now, which is something that he wasn't doing. You know, you've seen Ziyech link up with him in the, I think it was the Sheffield game, where he like running behind, cut it back to Tammy. He wasn't doing that before. So I think Kovacic is a player that's improving every game. Do you agree with that, Mod? Yeah, every day I'm spot on. I mean, he was our player of the season for a reason. I mean, um, he had a very, very, very good game. He's so press resistant. He knows how to get out of those tight situations. And personally, I feel like in terms of ball carrying, like he's the best in the midfield for that. He's so good at driving forward. He's so good at um, moving forward. And you, and like you said, anyways, he's added so much more to his game now. Um, he's getting behind. He's switching the play, making some crosses. He had a very, very good game. And yeah, I think for me, he's my man of the match. He had a very good, very good game. Yeah, man of the match for sure. Definitely the standout player. Um, and Dubois, do you agree with that? You're man of the match. And also a quick shout out to Mason Mount, actually, for nearly scoring at the end. I thought he was going to do it with that actual shot. That, that really pleased me, you know, actually someone actually shooting and, and nearly scoring because it was just such a frustrating game. And then that shot was probably out of frustration from him as well. I'd imagine, you know, Usually gets a lot of shots off. He creates, you know, chances and stuff. And uh, it's just for him, obviously, really annoying game and for many of the players. So, Dubois, what do you think about Kovacic and also Mason Mount's performance? I thought the midfield, you know, was moving the ball as well as they could, really, considering the circumstances. Yeah, Kovacic, my man of the match as well, I think. First half, um, I think, first half, I was not sure whether he should have been on. I thought... The way Spurs had set up, um, they were quite playing quite defensive. And Kovacic, I thought, was defensively very good in that first half. Um, but I was thinking maybe having a Havertz on to try and you know pierce that 
um, Spurs defence and have more of an attacking threat. But in the second half, again, I think he he was unreal, really. I mean, his ball progression came to another level and it was why he showed why he was player of the season last season. And I think he, he definitely was a clear man of the match. There's certain circumstances in the second half where Spurs, I think the one chance Spurs did have at the end or near towards the end, you know, one man who was there to clear it up was Kovacic at the right place at the right time. And then he goes and drives on. Um, I think he got fouled by Rodon or someone. But his ball progression to stop the attack and then go and ball progress was unreal. Um, so, yeah, Kovacic deserved um, praises. And then Mount, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you touched upon him. I thought he was really good. I think the midfield as a whole was decent, considering, like you said, the circumstances. They all, I mean, you know, it was hard to really pick out standout performances because of the nature of the way Spurs are. But I think the midfield were good. Kante, Mount, you know, taking shots off, like you said. Um, and Kovacic, so no real complaints in the midfield. Yeah, I agree. It's just one of those games today, really. You're going to get annoying games like this every season, unfortunately. But, I mean, what do you think about, obviously, our, our next sort of few fixtures, guys? And starting with you, Mod, obviously, we've got Severe next. I mean, I don't know what sort of team we're going to put out for that, obviously, because we've already qualified. But at the same time, obviously, Champions League is a big sort of competition. But for me, I'd obviously much rather prioritise trying to win the Premier League this season. I don't know about you. So do you think he's going to put out a strong team to try and finish top so we kind of get an easier draw? Because obviously, notoriously, when you finish second, you play a harder team. So what do you sort of think about that? And then also our game after against Leeds at home. That'll be another interesting one. I mean, Leeds are hit and miss. Very, very good football playing side, though. They press high, so I can see that being a difficult game. Do you sort of agree with that? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like for the Sevilla game, I mean, we've seen our record this season against um, big big teams in big games. We've not won a single one. So I feel like it's kind of important for our, play, our players to have that confidence in themselves. So we should definitely try to top the group. We should definitely try to win that game just to get that confidence going. So, I mean, we may not put the absolute strongest lineup because it's a very hectic period, but we should definitely be aiming to win that game, which, which, which would um, definitely help us um, in the following game against Leeds. So, yeah, for sure, we shouldn't just let, let it pass. We should try to win it for confidence. And the game against um, Leeds is going to be very, very interesting. I feel like they're very, very confusing side. They're so weird with the way they play. They concede a lot, they score a lot. So it's going to be very, very interesting for sure. Yeah, and as you mentioned there about our, our big game record this season, just to point out, guys, we um, we lost the home at Liverpool. Obviously, we drew to Spurs, but it was obviously L after penalties in the cup. Then we drew 0-0, 0-0, and 0-0 against Sevilla United and now Spurs at home today. So a lot of draws, which to me actually shows, obviously, proof of the balance. Because obviously before, I mean, we could have just, we would have just won or, won or lost these, to be honest, to be, to be honest with you, obviously, because we wasn't having the balance. We was either just winning or, or losing. It was like all over the place, really. We was either scoring loads or conceding loads or both. And it was just kind of all over the place. So, I mean, draws are never nice, but it's, it's kind of nice to see the sort of, I don't know, do you get where I'm coming from? The sort of like, Stability, I guess. Yeah. Like we're not losing Some, them, but we're not winning them. It's kind, of like a, it's kind of annoying, isn't it? But it's it's nice in a way that we're not bloody losing these games. So I don't know. It, yeah. it's, it's whatever way you want to look at it, really. But I think the sort of last thing I wanted to touch upon, really, from the game, obviously, 
a big talking point I sort of pointed out to Dubois before before this episode was no this is a personal thing really like a personal opinion of mine when I was watching the game I don't know we we wanted to ask you Mod really I thought like Werner and Ziyech were were too wide almost like they were too wide like I've seen Werner play sort of as a left forward and Ziyech sort of a as a right forward, I've lo- I would have liked to see them personally sort of come in a little bit more and then have like Chilwell and Reese a bit wider. So because for me, when we was attacking today, they were almost like too close together, and it was almost predictable. It, well, it was predictable because they were both like next to each other, and I just don't think it worked. I would have liked to see someone or at least one of Werner or Ziyech kind of closer to Tammy because obviously he had no one to link up with. So, what do you think about that? Would you have liked to see Werner? Closer to Tammy, or as an yeah. alternative, would you have liked to send two strikers? Come on, you know. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. It was. I was very, very clear. Um, that what the game plan was. Um, was to play wide, try and find the wide players, and get the cross in to Tammy. That the plan was to you know, make the defenders go wide, also to create space for Tammy. So I feel like that was the case because we know how compact sports can be when they defend. So I'm sure um, Lampard's reasoning anyways behind this was just to um, get some space um, for him in the middle. But it clearly did not work. So yeah, I feel like at least one of them should have um, driven more essentially to help him link up because there are times when the ball comes in the air for him. As soon as it's down, it's um, there's no one to, um, to pick up. So yeah, it was very, very um, tough for Tammy because no one was helping him also in that sense in terms of link up play. So yeah, I definitely agree. But Ziyech, um, it was very surprising because normally this would have actually worked because we know what he can do. We know how good his left foot is, but he was just not on top of his game today, which is just a shame because any other day we could have easily got three goals from the Ziyech cross easily, easily. So yeah, it's just unfortunate. And that's another point with Giroud as well. Those, you know, crosses coming in. It wasn't only Bruce James. Obviously, it was Ziyech as well putting them in. They were going to Werder and Tammy and just not really, like, doing much of them. Then too. It was just a very frustrating game, obviously. Uh, one for, for Dubois to sort of ponder on, obviously, because he's a massive Giroud fan. I know he's probably very, very annoyed right now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. It just, I think if we're going to go with that game plan, right, and you're going to just spam crosses for 90 minutes, and he he just picked the wrong team. Like as a front three winner again, he's not a winger. He shouldn't have started if the game plan was to stay wide and cross. You've got Reese James, a very good cross, one of the best in the league at crossing. You've got Ziyech, same from that right hand side, and then you've got Werner, who's a striker. But if you're going with the game plan, game plan of crossing, you've got to have Giroud there. There's Tammy. Fair play to him. I think he did his. He tried, but it's not enough in a game like this because. He missed big chances, which Giroud sitting on the bench and then he's on after 80 minutes. What's he going to do from the bench? Just watch and wish he was playing. So that's why I think Lampard should have, if you know, going with that game plan, you've got Olivier Giroud sitting on the bench. It doesn't add up really. So if he was going to go with, again, the game plan that we saw, you'd have much preferred to see a lineup which saw Giroud and maybe even Hudson Adore on the left-hand side if it's not Pulisic. So again, it's confusing considering the people we have on the bench and who weren't playing. So, yeah, I mean, again, like Maud said as well, you know, I think Tammy didn't really have anyone to feed off either. To be fair, the service he was getting, the link-up was quite hard, um, unless you're going to have, say, Werner closer to him. Um, but, yeah, uh, 
I got I could just go on for hours, but if you're gonna play that game plan, there's no better to have than Giroud. That's the end of it, really. Yeah. And one last thing before we end this episode, guys, I want to ask uh, both you and um, Rod and Dubois, obviously, both of you two, about Callum Hudson-Odoi. Obviously, to be honest with you, I'm not even going to talk because I'm sick of talking about it. I've talked about this guy so much and how good he is, but I'm bored of the politics, obviously, between him and whatever's going on with Lampard and in and out of the squad. I'm, I'm bored of it now, to be honest. But um, what do you think of what do you think, Rod, about, obviously, his exclusion today? And as Dubois said, do you agree with him? Obviously, Werner, Dubois said, like, Werner's not a left wing. Would you have liked to see Hudson-Odoi start today? You know, because he's obviously... Maybe it would have worked. You know, mate, we was crying out for Pulisic coming on and taking people on. Well, who's the other left winger that takes people on? Hudson-Odoi. And he's not even in the squad. So, we didn't even have that option off the bench today. So, what are your thoughts on that? Only quick thoughts, because, you know, we're all sick of talking about it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. I feel like um, Hudson-Odoi, he had a good game in the Champions League, something to actually build momentum on. And the next game, he's not even on the squad. So, yeah, it's just it's just very, very sad to see. I mean, we do have a very, very big squad. And I'm pretty sure Lampard um, just put Pulisic over him. But at the same time, he was um, on decent form. He could have fed off that form. But he didn't get the chance. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. It's just so sad to see. You have to feel for him. Yeah. I agree. Jabbar, do you want to add anything on to that? No, I think that's, you know, hit the nail on the head perfectly, really. Um, there's not much to add to it. Um, and I guess we just have to take it on, move on to the next game now, get this game out of our, uh, out of our head. Like Hudson Odoi, he's someone who we, like, we were tired of mentioning how, how many chances he should be getting. And then whenever he gets a chance, he produces, you know, he's West Brom, scores, Champions League scores. What else can this guy do to make the bench, let alone start games? I mean, yes, Pulisic's back now, so even his chances are going to be reduced even more. you got to feel for him, really. And, I mean, I would have started him on the wing ahead of Werner if Pulisic wasn't going to start, but we're tired. I think we're all tired of, you know, staking our claim for Hudson-Odoi. He's been going for too long, and I just feel bad for him at this point. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty much it for the episode, guys. Obviously, hopefully we see Hudson-Odoi um, against Sevilla. So, um, yeah, hopefully that happens at least for the Hudson-Odoi fans because we all really like him. Obviously, he comes to the academy, etc. So, um, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you have, make sure to leave a like and subscribe. And if you listen on Spotify, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, for Mod, for coming on. Mod, would you like to add anything else? We will put all your links down below in the description as usual. Um, yeah, anything to add? Oh, no, yeah, it was a huge pleasure for me to come on here and I'll happily come back again. And so, yeah, we hopefully we can bounce back from this and better times ahead, hopefully. Thank you so much for having me. Exactly. we got to keep the, got to keep the positive vibes going if we can, even if, even though if we're, we're all stressed, you know. So, um, yeah, guys, thank you for listening and we will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.